3: The 27 club is a podcast about famous musicians who died prematurely and sometimes mysteriously at the age of 27. This podcast is hosted by me, Jake Brennan creator and host of the award-winning music and true crime podcast, Disgraceland season two of the 27 club launches June 18th, 2020 with 12 episodes on the life and death of Jim Morrison of the doors. The 27 club contains adult content and explicit language. You can listen to the 27 Club on the iHeart Radio
2: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah. Yo, baby! Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. I'm Naomi. We are a real-life couple. We are a real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we take the best sets from our live show where we have comics who are close do sets together about their relationship. And we talk in studio and lots of other fun things. Naomi, what's up? We got a special episode today. This
0: is a special one, guys. We are giving you some sets that are fresh, funky, and live from San Francisco Sketch Fest.
1: You know, if this was a TV show from the 80s that had a special episode, you would have that... That spun in the middle. You all know what I'm talking (laughs) about. That was such a clear description. That was so crystal clear. Everyone's the same. Everyone who's my age has the same (laughs) image in their head when Frosty the Snowman or one of the Peanuts holiday specials would come on. Before <laughs> them, you would see like a multicolored uh, word that said special spin oh, into, yes. I don't know what
5: would, you're talking about, with a,
0: okay. I don't know what these sounds are. Stop making sounds. What'd I say about
1: sounds? Guys, I can't help it. I am a human sound effects CD.
0: What's the name of that guy from Police Academy?
1: Michael Winslow. Yeah. They call me the Michael Winslow of of uh, middle aged white men.
0: <laughs> yep, White Winslow. That's what they call you, Or White Winslow. White Winslow. <laughs> Just making it up. You guys, um, San Francisco, Sanchez was so super fun. We were so excited to be there.
1: Ooh, I think specifically. Okay, guys. Can I bring this up? It's look, it's no secret that Naomi and I are fans of lots of people. <laughs>
0: We're real fan heads. We're
1: fanatics.
0: We're fanatics.
1: We're lunatics. We're fan lunatics.
0: <laughs> um, and you guys know me. Um, you know that I stand for CBS's Criminal Minds, all right? And I need to tell you that at San Francisco Sketchfest, I had the honor, the privilege, the gift of meeting Paget Brewster, also known as Supervisory Special Agent Emily Prentice, all right, on CBS's Criminal Minds. Emily Prentice, okay? She's running the BAU now, okay, guys? Emily Prentice, the reason I cut bangs in my own head, okay? Because Paget be rocking a bang, and it's like, you are FBI strength, but you are giving me young whimsy. I need that look, okay? Paget Brewster was at San Francisco Sketch Fest because you know she's also very funny because she's a multifaceted woman who does a whole lot of things. She was doing the Will You Accept This Rose podcast, and she was doing some stuff, and I happened to be on a show with a friend of hers, and she was there, and backstage was Paget, looking fucking luminous, looking luminous and regular, like just a person who you would just see on the street, but also Emily Prentice, and I love... Okay, so our producer, Anna, who often sits here while we are doing the show, having a DC, making moves, we want her to laugh, but she be busy... Anna also knows Paget. She is friends with Padgett, okay? And that's literally the first thing I probably said to Anna when I met her. I was like, get me Padgett. Get him to the Greek, get me Padgett. And I- Hot ref. Thank you. Get up to the grief it is a hot ref, and I literally like when I when I went up to Patchett and I was like I was like you gotta be cool like because it's like because I I get it it's like what when you go to somebody and say I love you like what do they say back they don't know you it's gonna be awkward so I was just like oh hey I know Anna I like played it off of, like literally Anna and I were soul sisters who went to summer camp okay and then I was like Anna and I didn't lie I was like it's Anna like be... you guys
1: were war dogs
0: exactly that's another, another hot, hot ref. ref. <laughs> And then of course I like I couldn't lie because I was like I'm also a Criminal Minds head, but I tried to toss it off. I tried to throw it away because I know that Paget does not want to be like solely defined by Criminal Minds. You know what I mean? Like I know that about her because she's done a lot of other roles. Okay, she tried to she left the show briefly. She did come back. Paget has layers, so I don't want to define her, but I gotta let her know it's like girl, you're my girl. But it was like <laughs> I was losing it and I was trying to be fucking cool. And so literally that was the highlight of Sketchfest meeting Paget, She did see me perform and I like did a bit about true crime and as I'm performing in my head, I'm like, fucking Paget Brewster's watching me talk about true crime. It's gonna think I'm a goddamn fool. So I was having layers on levels. That first set didn't even kill and then I was back there talking. I was like, oh, that was okay. And the Paget was like, I thought that was very good. And I was like, But of course, it's all in my brain. I was having a fucking array of emotions. So yeah, that was sketchfest for me. How was it for hey, you, now, Andy?
1: Just call me Dennis Leary in the 1980s because... I'm a hot ref.
0: <laughs> I got hot refs. I love when Andy just interjects with something. How a sketch vets for
1: you? I look, we don't say this stuff. You know, uh, a couple episodes ago we talked about like going to a Bob's Burgers table read. This isn't like we're trying to brag. It's no. that we are so excited to meet these people. I think we're everyone in, gets it. I want to make sure that's no, out there. I think there. you
0: get it by my tone. Like I
1: met at Look, one of my absolute look, Mr. Show is like one of the reasons I wanted to do comedy. And at the same show,
0: I met David Cross. Oh my God! I forgot we both met our angels. And, we met our spirit guides.
1: And I was shoving Chex Mix in my mouth when I meet him. I'm just like jamming because I was so <laughs> hungry. I really hadn't eaten all day. I was just fucking. Jam- they had like Chex Mix in the green room. I was like, like, like dumping the bowl into my mouth. It's just like pouring out everywhere. Right. I'm like, oh hello, hero. <laughs>
0: We, I think, played it very cool,
1: you know what I mean? But that
0: was our energy. Oh, yeah,
1: no. David would never have known that I, like, dreamt about being him. (laughs) Wearing his skin and holding him close. When he is in the Watery Hands Super Chunk video. (laughs) I
0: lost it! So, guys, our point is like we have fun as Geshefes. We were riding high. We were bringing in this meeting David Cross, meeting Padgett Brewster energy. I also think our two idols say a lot about who we are. And we were bringing that energy into the live couples therapy we did at The Punchline that night.
1: Naomi, now you did The Punchline last year. It's a stand up comedy club. We are used to doing the show in like kind of small theaters, Union Hall, uh, the Virgil here in Los Angeles. The Punchline is wonderful. It is a comedy club, though, which means it's kind of big.
0: Yeah, it's a little, it's a little wider. You know what I mean? You got that club vibe. It was a late show, so we were like, so we were loose and loopy. Almost midnight. Almost midnight. And you guys, you San Francisco peeps who came out, God bless you.
1: Oh my god! And it, we were like, we thought, oh, maybe there'll be like twenty people or I something know. like that. It a lot of people came yeah, out. It, it was, was great. It
0: was warm and full and nice. And so we are going to start you off with our set. From our San Francisco Sketch Fest show.
1: Yeah, we're doing this a little differently because there is, guys, together on this episode, we are going to go on a journey. Okay? And so, instead of putting our set in the middle, we're going to have it right up top. Begin at the beginning. Roll it. It's funny, though, because, like,
0: we like... We like going places together, but the actual act of getting there is problematic. We do not travel well together. No, we don't travel well together. We have different ba- fucking travel styles. I'm a person who's like, if I'm traveling, if I'm away from home, I'm on vacation. Okay, this isn't life. This ain't real life, this is a game. That's, it's the opposite. That's like what I love. I'm like, I'm gonna eat garbage. If I'm at a festival like this, the best part is I only got one fucking thing to do a day. Tell some jokes at some point. Up until then, fuck it. This one loves to absorb a culture. What can I say, I'm a sophisticate? Oh please, you wear so many (laughs) t-shirts. This current sweater his ass is wearing is from Target. Okay, so this sophisticate.
1: If they've got Liszt playing at Lincoln Center, I'm there.
0: Who playing where?
1: Franz Liszt, the Hungarian composer from the (laughs) Early 1900s.
0: In true, I don't know the reference.
1: I'm a true culture vulture. <laughs>
0: what does that even mean? You're a mess. I
1: feel like none of you none of you are on my side.
0: <laughs> That's they, what I'm it's, feeling. It's about damn near midnight on a Saturday. These bitches know how to unwind, okay? You take them on a trip, they bring in two pairs of drawers. <laughs> That's it. Your passport and some panties. You know how to fucking relax. <laughs> These no panties. No panties, just a passport. Okay, girl, you will be going places. No panties and a passport. You ain't even got to leave the house to take a trip.
1: (laughs) That's real. I want to take in a city. If I'm going, look, I'm from Pennsylvania. There's nothing around, all right? (laughs) So when I go to a new place, I want to soak it in like a moisturizer.
0: Right, right. You want to let that get in your pores. You want to feel it in deep. Yeah. But I'm like, can you just do that without me? Like, let me sleep till one. You get up and just fucking feel it.
1: <laughs> Can we? Yeah, do you want to make that deal now? Yeah. In front of all these people?
0: There's no better way to make a fucking deal. You need witnesses to make sure you stick to shit. I think so. Or do you want that in our wedding vows? You will always let me sleep till one? Yeah. I love that. I love that. We should do that forever and ever. Um, I think, though, the problem was like we... Our, our travel didn't, like our travel decision as a people didn't, it didn't start great the first time you and I traveled together. No. Was when I went to meet your parents.
1: In the and, aforementioned Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, that didn't go great. Uh, I did end up at the hospital. Yeah, and the whole time I was just worried about being black. <laughs> it
1: never occurred to me that I could die that weekend. <laughs> Well, that was the first thing you asked me. You are like, did you tell your parents that I'm black? And you were like, I don't know.
0: You don't fucking know. I'm like, did you say I like to touch her hair? I mean, did you give them context clues? That's all I wanted to know. Because I'm always saying, I'm like, I'm not trying to have a guess who's coming to Seder situation. So I need to know how much they know.
1: Like what? Like a like a break? Like an acting breakdown? Like she's sassy? Like is yeah. that what you wanted me to <laughs> right. say? Right, you got to give him the buzzwords. You know what I mean? I think I just said she's black. You did. Yes. Full stop.
0: <laughs> Full stop. Well, that that sounds like a pregnant pause. <laughs> she's black. Hold Deal on. with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like you just daring him to say something. But I was like so nervous to meet them because I was like. I hope it's not Guess who's coming to Seder, like I
1: hope they're cool, and like I, and it was like a summertime. Well wait, can I ask you a question? What was your experience like meeting other white boyfriends' parents prior well, to me? Well, I
0: didn't, honey. I never took a lover for long enough. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but that's just a fact. I couldn't keep them, bitch. I couldn't keep them. I was good at hooking them, but I could never lock them in, you know? <laughs> so that was the first one, really. That was the first fucking one. And so I was obviously extra nervous, but also too, and this was yo idea, Andy invited me to meet his parents four months into our relationship. Can we all agree that's too soon? That shit's too soon. I was not ready, I was so like, hold on,
1: audience, clap if you think that's too soon.
0: See, I knew my party, dude. This bitch ain't taking nobody home. I know you ain't taking nobody home. I see you in your coat like you about to go. That's how he is with a lady. He going to wear a coat on a date. And so I know he know. But the rest of y'all, you think it was like tender? You think it was a good idea? Some
1: most of the audience was on your side.
0: <laughs> but then I had real. my the tender hearts were on your side. It, thank you. Thank you. It's commitment. It's real. But I was so scared because I was like, what does it mean? What if they don't like me and then you won't like me? You know what I mean? Like I didn't know how close your relationship was with them.
1: Oh. <laughs> you didn't know.
0: <laughs> but I was like so nervous. And I had um earlier, like I had been I had been sick, not like real sick, just like a cold or whatever, and I'd gone to the doctor and I gotten antibiotics, and so it's fine. I took them. And then like that night, like that night, took the antibiotics before going to bed and then I wake up at like five in the morning and I can't breathe. I have a le- legit like, what I now know was an asthma attack. Like I had never had one, it was like shit got real. And I'm literally waking up and I'm like, Andy, we, we had to go to the hospital. And you, was like five in the morning, you're half awake and you're
1: like, I don't know where it is. <laughs> why, why would I know where the hospital in my hometown is? It's probably where you were born. Don't you know the hospital? so you wanted me to go back like <laughs> regress in my mind yes. what were what were those first memories of <laughs> popping out in the reading area hospital?
0: <laughs> I thought you would know, and I was so nervous like you have to I don't know, and you know and i but of course i don't want I don't want to bother anyone like how fucking female? I'm literally dying, and I'm like, don't wake anyone up. <laughs> and it's, just like, it's like what the fuck so I'm like. You have to do it. Don't call, you're like, I'm doing all that. And then the best part, this is like when I knew, I was like, this shit's real. Andy's dad, Marty, I'm coughing. It's like 5.36 in the morning by this point. Marty just opens his bedroom door. Marty is fully dressed, okay? We are talking fanny pack, high socks. And he goes, Andrew, I heard coughing. Do we need to go to the hospital? (laughs) Yes, 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 Marty, yes, bitch, yes! Your father is a ride-or-die bitch! He will come for you! Didn't you love that moment? I was half asleep. (laughs) But I was like, Andy, wake up! Marty is (laughs) ride-or-die! Like, weren't you scared, though? We, like, went to the hospital. Honestly,
1: what I was doing in my head was, what would a good boyfriend do? He would not go back to sleep. Yeah. He would go along to the hospital. Oh, wait, was there a moment where you were like, oh, I might, I might stay in bed? <laughs> hey, well, look, what do you call... Oh, shit. What's our definition of a moment? Did the thought pass my mind? <laughs> yes, but what is that? It didn't come to fruition. But it's what your soul
0: felt. In its quietest hour.
1: I'm gonna go sit at this table (laughs) right up front and you continue on.
0: But, like, we went, I mean, I was was freaked out because, of course, again, I never had an asthma attack. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I was surrounded by strangers for all intents and purposes. I mean, you were there, but your parents. And I was just so like, it was literally, I was like, if I die, I'm dying in Pennsylvania. That was like, that struck me. Were you scared though? Because, again, we hadn't been together long enough. So,
1: were you like, holy Hon- shit? Mm, honestly, here, let's... Naomi sometimes is kind of a hypochondriac.
0: Okay. You didn't know that shit at that time.
1: <laughs> I sensed it. You did? Yeah, I had a feeling. I had a... you You like drama, so...
0: That is not true. I am attuned to my body, and I know when something's off.
1: <laughs> Don't be giving looks. So, I, I was. There were many thoughts. Look, guys, I got, I got an overactive brain. Okay, so the lots of thoughts were: uh, Is is this real? Uh, is uh, is she uh, not faking it? But is she like? Uh, is is she playing it up? Maybe Holy shit. should I go back to sleep? Are you fucking kidding me? What kind of bagels am I gonna eat this morning? <laughs> All that kind of
0: stuff. Oh my god! So you're telling me I'm in here. Literally, at one point, I have to get a CAT scan because they think I have a blood clot in my lung.
1: You thought this was a fucking game? Well, at that point, when they're running tests like that, then I'm like, oh, this could be serious. When a medical professional, when someone with a degree.
0: That's a damn shame. I can't believe you did not believe me that whole first, like, two hours. That's crazy, that's Mm. sick.
1: Is it hot in here? What's going on? (laughs) It's not, the air is cool. (laughs) I felt
0: like the best part, though, was, like, again, we hadn't been together long enough to go through this. So then at one point, you know, Andy's with me, like, very tender. Oh, point,
1: yeah, hold on. I was with her the entire time holding her hand. You did at one point push two chairs
0: together and create a couch for yourself. <laughs> and it was very nice. And But it was like, at one point, the woman is asking me, you know, if you've been to a hospital, you know, they ask all these intake questions, and it's very, like, You know, she's getting all my information, and she's like, have you ever been married? Have you ever been pregnant? And Andy just turns, he goes, what if this is how I found everything out?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm on my third marriage.
0: (laughs) And I was like, that's true. That's like a way you really get to know somebody real quick. Sign some insurance forms.
1: Get all the blood work. (laughs) So what was the diagnosis? Why don't you tell everyone what actually was wrong?
0: Oh, that I'm allergic to your parents' cats? Was that what happened? I think so. Isn't that right? You're well, al- it turns out I now have asthma. So that's the, lo- that's the long and the short of it. Apparently you can just get asthma in your 20s? Yeah,
1: bless. And so that was that situation. But you get, this is the thing. Now whenever we visit my parents, you get like that every time. I do get Wheezy.
0: I get Wheezy Jefferson.
1: (laughs) That's how I get
0: whenever I'm at his house. But at least now we know. We don't have to go to the hospital. I have an inhaler.
1: But it was a scary time. It's like my parents have a machine that pumps more cat hair into the air.
0: They do. They like 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 to keep the body guessing.
1: Like it's a a thing that sucks the hair off the cat and just shoves into the atmosphere. (laughs) It's like, deal with it, everyone.
0: (laughs) It's so scary, though. But I feel like it brought us together. Wouldn't you say? Like it was very—it was a turning. It wasn't just meeting your parents. It was truly staring death in the face.
1: Yeah, it was. It was like our version of speed, right? Keanu Reeves and uh, Sandra Bullock. Go on. They bonded through the trauma of uh, being on that bus. Oh. That could only—that couldn't go below fifty-five miles an hour. Was we all know the. We all know the concept. <laughs> I'm just of trying the movie to think speech. of why you
0: are comparing my near-death experience to an action-filled romp,
1: because that's what it felt like. The adrenaline was pumping. Uh-huh. Okay. My, my dad brought bagels to the hospital.
0: <laughs> Ride or die, bitch. And Marty was like, literally, at one point, he just calls because Andy's with me. His parents are outside, and Andy's dad just calls him. is like, Andrew, I'm getting bagels. What do you want? <laughs> God, he's Jewish. He's fun. Marty's a fun guy.
1: If he you does. say so. <laughs> With speed, Keanu Reeves <laughs> and Sandra Bullock, right through the trauma of that, they bonded, right? And then through this, through your near-death experience, you and I bonded maybe quicker than we would have otherwise.
0: Definitely.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I would say
0: never introduce someone to your parents four months into a relationship. You got a bill. What if they die at your parents' house? You have to be careful. You have to know they're the one.
1: Who in the audience ever bonded with a loved one quicker than they might have otherwise because of some traumatic event like that?
0: And that's how you- I'm right! What I love is how you kick off a show with some crowd work about trauma. (laughs) Who
1: here is hurting? Who here has a complicated relationship with their parents?
0: So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh, or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app.
1: And we're back. Now. (laughs) We just told you about the first time that Naomi met my parents, and she ended up going to the ER.
0: Yes. You know, that happened nigh on nine years ago. Uh, But that's, you know, that's what we thought we would share with you guys, as well as the San Francisco audience.
1: So, Uh, we're in San Francisco, all right? The show ends. About 1 a.m., 1.15. 1.15, something like that. We say hello to some fans, we say goodbye to our friends, and we walk outside. Now, the hotel, (laughs) I have to tell you this, the hotel is about a block. I would say less than a block (laughs) from the Punchline Comedy Club, the hotel we're staying
0: in. It is very, it's quick, it's
1: short, what could go wrong you know what if you live in a house in the suburbs it's a trip to the mailbox away <laughs> from the comedy club now we walk that in the cold
0: and, get up to the hotel and very quickly um i start to have some difficulty breathing i start to uh i start to wheeze you can hear it right andy we're back at the hotel and i'm a little wheezy jefferson
1: yeah yeah
0: and uh i realize you know uh In that moment, I was like, oh, frick, I'm a little wheezy. Again, I can breathe, but it's tight, and we got a rattle to it. It's a rattle. It's not pleasant. Something's going down.
1: No, no. It it sounds like your lungs are dying.
0: Great. So that's where we were at, and I go into my purse and realize I don't have an asthma inhaler.
1: Now, in front of everyone, Naomi, how often does this happen, perhaps, that this very vital thing that you need to live— uh, is not on your person.
0: Okay, I'm going to tell you what happened. You know, ladies, how you be changing purses. Oh, don't make this a gender thing. Okay, okay. People who have multiple bags, you sometimes change your bag. You forget to take all the items that you need from one bag to the next. We were traveling. I had switched bags. I, I do have a bunch of inhalers. I could have sworn I had one in that bag. I meant,
1: Don't make this a gender thing because this is a you thing. <laughs> that you do not... I, I'm saying this in a kind of... uh. Parental, patriarchal voice, because <laughs> this is your life we're talking about, Naomi. And
0: I, okay, yes, guys, we did have to go to the emergency room at 2.30 a.m. in San Francisco.
1: <laughs> and let's just say the emergency room at 2.30 a.m. in probably any city is not the best scene.
0: Nothing's going well at 2.30 in the morning. If you're in the ER, you have made several mistakes.
1: Imagine... On TV, a club, because I've never seen this in real life. <laughs> I've never been to a club. But imagine a club that was just shot up by a bunch of gangsters. You're watching Daredevil on Netflix. Sure. Or what was the other one? Or Luke Cage Luke Cage, Cage on is probably the Netflix. better one. Yes, Luke Cage on Netflix. The club was just shot up. Uh, that's what the ER is like at 2.30 <laughs> in the morning. Just like people who are uh, drunk, who accidentally touch some fentanyl, I
0: accidentally touched some There, Yes, uh, I accidentally touched. It was a dark time, a dark place. And you know what? No. Was I the most uh, in need patient? No. I could speak and I knew what the problem was. It was basically I had to be in that ER because I needed an asthma inhaler. I basically needed a breathing treatment. Because I have forgotten my own, I I tried, guys. Like there was like really a good half hour where I was like, maybe if I just like get in the steam or have some tea, maybe I could just open up my airways on my own. Because I knew what it was gonna be, it was gonna be me sitting in ER all night. And surprisingly enough, I wasn't there all night. But it wasn't great, you know. You know, the those- ER will cost you even with coverage, baby. So if
1: I can describe this, you know, um, you know those old time cigarette girls. That would be at events in the 19, let's say, 20s or 30s. They would walk around. Yeah,
0: and they're holding that tray, yeah, around uh, their neck. Uh-huh.
1: If you had a tray like that in the ER and it was just filled with like little baggies of heroin, you would have been sold out. That's what the ER is like at 2.30 in the morning.
0: That was a long, muddy walk to think, describe the ER.
1: But I think the payoff was well worth the description of, to describe to all of our listeners who are probably less than 30 years old, what a cigarette girl from the 1930s was.
0: It, it, was, it was a little scary, but Andy and I had each other. I will definitely post a pic. I think you have a picture of me, I believe, in my couples therapy shirt. Without a bra, because that was the point in the evening where I was already getting into pajamas, convinced I could just sleep this one off. No
1: <laughs> no, I couldn't gonna sleep off a deadly asthma attack.
0: You've got do not do as I say or as I do. You know, do something better is my point.
1: Um what's the s- chemical that's in inhalers?
0: Albuterol sulfate? or some other steroid. They're all they're all kinds, but the point is guys, there I should be an
1: energy drink with albuterol sulfate in it. I think that would get abused.
0: But at least guys, I do now have an inhaler in every purse. I'm living like a king. Uh speaking of kings and queens and quangs <laughs> we wanted to give you the first set from our sketch fest show we have the wonderful Brian Safi and Arden Marine you know Brian from a previous episode of Couples Therapy you know from his podcast Throwing Shade the TV show 911 on Fox you know Arden Marine from her podcast Will You Accept This Rose Insatiable on Netflix and many more these guys were so fucking funny and brought it to us at midnight on a Saturday
1: <laughs> roll it
3: Andy and Naomi.
5: Amazing. Hi, you guys. My well, husband and I are so happy to be up I here tonight. I have to tonight. tell you,
3: there's not a secret between us. Not <laughs> one. There's nothing anyone's hiding. We fuck like crazy.
5: God, he's like, I love vaginas and boobs.
3: I'm like, my name is pussy. And, or whatever.
5: <laughs> um, that's, what <laughs> well, that's what men say. When a man approaches a woman on, the, on their wedding night, he says, my name is pussy. <laughs> <He> says, <laughs> and she knows that it means that they're married in three countries. That's right. That's my name right. is pussy. Uh, um, hi, you guys. How are you? you're so cute may I touch you so many lawsuits it's so nice to see you guys Brian and I are not married, but here's how we are a couple.
3: Yeah. I was all about Glenn Close and the wife. She was about Gaga and the star was born. And <laughs> I felt so is.
5: bad for her. <laughs> so bad. No, Brian, I met Brian. He's the only person I've ever slid into someone's DMs for. Yes. I heard him on Lauren Lopkis' podcast.
3: That's right. And I just
5: And I was like, I literally slid into his DMs on Twitter and I said, I don't know who you are. Which
3: is always a great <laughs> thing to tell someone who's trying to Make it in like this business. never
5: heard of you like yeah. never like let literally. me be
3: clear L- it,
5: like it. I have Never heard of you.
3: And this was after Twitter had extended the number of characters you could use, and so it was like seventeen of these being yes. like, "I don't know, like, Who, you don't exist, right?" Yeah, like so belittling.
5: I, and I kept going, "No, like, let me be very clear. Like, I looked you up. I looked at all your credits. Not one rang a bell.
3: I've never heard of one of them."
5: And then I, but I was like, "You're so funny."
3: Thank you. At that time, I was a regular on that show, Frisky Kittens. Meow, <laughs> meow. A big head.
5: Meow. Uh, but no, thank you. And then. Um, we became friends, and then I lured you onto my Bachelor podcast, and we went deep diving on like the Patreon. We watched like Bachelor in Paradise Australia together. Yeah,
3: which by the way, if you haven't and you haven't, you <laughs> should.
5: It's the best show. Have you, it is truly. You've seen it. You Bachelor in Paradise it. Australia. She's there with us. They're with us. Okay, here's the thing here's the thing ba- okay australia we had preconceived notions we were like every australian i've ever met is super drunk and they're on a, an around the world year-long ticket flying east
3: just surfing couches. oh yeah couches whatever
5: we, we love to try to do ha- australian accents are so hard the worst they're the har- well the hardest they're yeah <laughs> they're the Anna?
3: Yeah. Give okay. us someone. G- somebody give us a sentence to give say. Give me a
5: sentence in order to try to say it in Australian. Be anything. <laughs> Any sentence. What are you drinking? What do you drink? I'm drinking a vodka tonic. Okay, great. Anna, I'm drinking a vodka. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anna, I'm drinking a vodka t- tonic. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what is Anna? Oh, Anna. Anna. Okay.
5: Anna Tara. What's your name? Tina, I'm drinking a vodka tonic. Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Tyler. Yeah. I'm drinking a vodka tonic.
5: Yeah, so good. That makes. fans
3: t- are flooded all over the states. Um,
5: and then we started having um, we have monthly dinners with Lauren Lopkus called the Cone Club,
3: <clears throat> where we. Dish,
5: girl. We order
3: t- dinner. They serve it on dishes, and we say yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum,
5: yum, <laughs> yum, yum. We yum, just
3: say yum, yum. yum the yum, whole dinner yum, is people. Yum, <laughs> yum, oh, yum, 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 yum,
5: yum, So here's one thing that Brian and I learned recently. We went to go. Okay, so we we do. You guys watch The Bachelor? Okay, so last year the Bachelorette got really.
2: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
3: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
5: He severely effed over. And he like, what? he's getting married today. FYI, Ari got married to his piece of cardboard. Uh and um
3: i wish he and logan paul the best <laughs> <laughs> two of my favorites
5: you know what i didn't see that coming but when he dumped his piece of cardboard for logan paul i was so happy it was a finally 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 two people finally, making the world a better finally place finally that realtor from scottsdale will be settled but um <laughs> but is there anyone
3: who in scottsdale who isn't a realtor no
5: I did see, when I did stand up there, I did see a one woman who was like all tits, she was like 20, with like a 400 year old man at breakfast, showing him like YouTube makeup tutorials going, she's really gonna contouring, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't see all the right brushes, and I thought, you already had sex with her. Like, what more do you, why are you at bre- It was like 40 minutes and we're going, you just gotta get the shaving right. The, like, it's like, how, how, how? what is happening here? I was
3: in Scottsdale a month and a half ago when I checked into my hotel, the third thing that the clerk said to me was, have you tried a spin class?
5: <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
3: also, that's what we're talking about in Scottsdale. The point is this: we're both preppers.
5: Okay, wait. Yeah, so, so wait. So we learned. Oh. so we learned. Um, so th- on that show, she got she got screwed over. So last season on The Bachelorette, she went to this place where they had like a rage room where she could get even yes. and like break TVs with a hammer and like break glasses with a bat. So I had such a shitty holiday. That w- we went to a rage room. We both had such shitty holidays. We both
3: had, like, PTSD. Like, you know, I cannot believe that anyone expects you to have a good start to a new year when you've just seen the people who damage you the most. Yes! It's, like, so shocking to me. Someone's like, what are your goals? And you're like, to
5: not live through that shit again. Oh, my God. It was so unrelax. Oh, my God. My, it was
3: a nightmare. I watched
5: my uncles get... Fucked by his dog. <laughs> I was in a cabin. My uncle has like he we were watching American Pickers for five days. There's nothing else to do. You don't leave the cabin. And he had like a like a lap dog that just kept on humping his arm. And I'm like, Uncle Bertie, like what are you doing? And he goes, Oh, she's just dominating me. <laughs>
3: That's a real sub. My parents were dying to watch that movie, Vice, so we put it in and they're like hardcore Trump supporting Republicans. Yeah. And so we put it in and they immediately were like, lies,
2: it's all lies, <laughs> yeah.
3: this is lies. And it was okay. like, you chose this. Oh my God. You cho- we could have I- watched like, can you ever forgive me?
5: Okay, my, we tried. And the
3: answer is no.
5: Yeah. I wanted to watch. Can you ever forgive me? And I heard my aunt go. I like Melissa McCarthy when she's funny. She's not funny in this. It's like she's a fucking human being. Yes. Like let her be a human being. Okay, the so the point is. So we went to a rage room. We looked so good in our onesies. They
3: gave us a w- well, like a jumpsuit. You know uh, like a.
5: Could you believe how long my torso was?
3: When you sit next to Arden, because she's... How tall are you, actually?
5: 5'3". Who's, who's somebody who's 5'10 or above?
3: When you sit next to her, her you, torso's so long. How tall are
5: you? That's not fair. Six I four. need somebody who's like six What? How tall are you?
3: Oh, my God. What the, the such fuck tall? is happening
5: in San Francisco, Gene Pool? It's yeah. like you got to be rich. you got to be tall. you got to have good hair. Well, I would
3: say it's in the water, but you're not going to believe it. One of my close friends put water in his contact in San Francisco and then put his contact in because he was flushing at his eye. I lost a year later.
5: Whoa, wait, wait, wait.
3: His name's Mike.
5: (laughs) Wait, wait, what is happening?
3: I, you heard a goo gone?
5: Heard an eye gone? Wait a minute, wait a minute.
3: Here's what happened. He was cleaning off his contact with tap water in San Francisco. (laughs) Right here, open your golden gates. Yeah. So, he put it in his eye. The contact trapped the tap water on his eye. Cut to a year later. No. And he's just like, how you been?
5: Because of the tap water?
3: Because of the tap water. Did
5: you know my brother was born with one dead eye? Yes! Ah, okay, he's successful. Anyway.
3: Though no, so is my friend. That's the key.
5: That's the key. One dead eye, that's the key. That's, the key. that's our TED talk. <laughs> Poke your eye out. Get an angel investor. Yeah. Shit's gonna happen. How tall are you? Oh, that's too short. Who, what size Who's are you looking 5'10? for? Who's oh, 5'10? I I'm 5'10! You, you, who are you? Yeah, I want to sit torso to torso. How tall are you? How tall are you? Back to back, sir, what's your name?
3: Soren? How
5: tall are you, Soren?
3: Like the Disneyland ride.
5: 5'11, Soren's 5'11. Back to back, torso to torso. My shoulders are fucking higher! Yeah. My shoulders are higher, I'm 5'3, that means my, tw- my fucking inseam is two inches, Soren. <laughs> I had such a horrible holiday, and yeah. then I and then I went to my rage room to try to cheer myself up, and they gave me like an adult male onesie, and it like gave me camel toe because my fucking thing is so.
3: <laughs> Soren, Sor- did you go home for the holidays?
5: No. Soren, have you
3: seen the Holly Hunter movie? No.
5: Soren, did um, you wa- did you watch Mary Poppins and were you disappointed? <laughs> I didn't
3: get to watch it. Arden, no. I feel like I'm done with Soren.
5: Okay, bye, Soren. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Soren. <laughs> My torso was taller. Did you fucking was. see that? No
3: offense. Okay. Arden, what I want to talk about is I what was your favorite thing to smash in the Rage Room? Shot
5: glasses.
3: The, yeah.
5: What was you like watching him approach a metal mixing bowl from a kitchen with a bat in his hand and go, No, I'm going to use the axe. Watching him dressed like it. Dexter, axing a fucking, axing a mixing bowl. Did you guys see it on Patreon? We've got the video.
3: I just say it was the most meta. If you've never really destroyed something. Yeah. You know, and I'm not talking to Cole Kidman in the movie she's in. Yeah. destroyer.
5: <laughs> hey, girl. Can't
3: get enough. I
5: can't get enough. That's
3: for all the football it, fans.
5: It's <laughs> <laughs> Gaga
3: was robbed. Right, 49ers?
5: Okay. Um. Okay. Okay, did you? Here in her blue cold shoulder ball gown. She didn't go to the after parties no. afterwards. Like, where's Gaga? The I want a picture with Gaga. No, I
3: Gaga did not deserve to win, first of all. True. And by the way, Glenn Close deserved to win because her performance was so brilliant. If you didn't see The Wife, you need to see it because in it, she didn't record a track with R. Kelly five years ago. It's okay. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Okay. The point is we're
3: preppers. We're also okay. doomsday preppers. So then
5: we were so we were driving back and we realized we live a block from each other and I was like, "Oh my god, when the Okay, oh we discovered that both of our both of our cars had recently been broken into and oh. our earthquake bags were stolen.
3: They stole Not my visible. Earthquake bag. I don't
5: fucking leave it out for. I said, I've been working hard on that earthquake bag. It's in my trunk. They just rolled the dice that I would have it and they, they, they took it. They stole my
3: entire pallet of blue can water and I ordered don't that. know.
5: Yeah, I Blue ordered cam it. Blue can
3: water lasts fifty years. It's the only water that lasts fifty years. So you never have to replace it.
5: You guys have earthquakes too. You need this shit. Yeah. So we turned out. I was like, Brian, here's the plan. When the big one comes, you come live in my yard. Oh, the big one yard. comes. Yeah, it's gonna come. Yeah. well we. So it turns out we're both preppers. I have. S- don't come to my house and expect me to share. <laughs> I have so much canned food, not enough water.
3: When I went to the Scientology Center, because they were doing a demonstration. Yeah,
5: alarming. That's the right response. What? You didn't
3: have to sign your name on anything, but they said, we're doing an earthquake demonstration. I said, sounds like the right time, sounds like the right place. (laughs) So I walked.
5: You are fully level 28, Thetan. I'm You You and Tom Cruise are about to fly off to the fucking volcano together. That's right. Okay, great. Uh, right, right, so I right, right, went right, in, right. and they were
3: the Scientology center was like, "Here's the advice. I really did. Here's the <laughs> advice you need to be prepped. Have twice as much water as you need. Yes. Don't go in a doorway. It doesn't work. Yes. Uh, if you're in a parking lot, get on top of your car when it happens because yes. the cars roll into each other and start smashing. How so fucked up get is that? Yeah.
5: That is good.
3: More peanut butter than you could imagine.
5: I love peanut butter. Unfortunately, I'd eat it all the first day because I love it. And then I would just be really feeling bad and then starve to death.
3: When I eat peanut butter, I go all the way. (laughs)
5: Like what? I don't know. I I was trying to do
3: sex in the city. I
5: will say I have one time when things were really bad like 15 years ago. I think I ate... What was
3: bad... You mean pre-9/11? Oh no, I guess it would have been. Okay. Okay.
5: <laughs> I ate a jar. You can't do the math. That was 2004. I
3: know. I know. I ate
5: a jar of peanut butter with like in one sitting with a spoon and felt so bad about myself.
3: Arden, literally that is my monthly. You that's my monthly.
5: I love <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> Here's the thing, too. We both seem like, ah, oh, they're outgoing, blah, blah, blah. We so, we're so afraid severe of people. Severe social anxiety. Severe, severe social anxiety.
3: That's actually true.
5: It is true. And so we'll have to be like, we'll have to like gear up to like seem normal. But clearly we're nailing it.
3: <laughs> Backstage before we went on, some dear friends of ours were like, so what is going on here? Yeah. Pointing true. at my mustache.
5: I, By the way, I love it. I love it. Do we love really? the mustache? Thank
3: you. Last night, I was on stage with Sabrina Jalise, and she said, you don't have facial hair. Can you imagine? And then everyone in the audience groaned as if that was a test of my masculinity. Uh, they were like,
5: whoa. I don't like uh. when people groan. Sometimes audiences groan, like, and it's like, oh, I could have said something so much worse, and people are like, ooh. Yeah. Are we getting the light? Yes, we oh, are. Oh,
3: baby. Well, we didn't even tell a story.
5: <laughs> yes, we did. You know what? I I think we just... I think we just rage roomed though. <laughs> like I did <and> another <laughs> thing, and then I saw <laughs> that uncle get dominated by a dog. We
3: smashed it to bits. We're still alive, but guys. But you know what we
5: learned? Torso to torso.
3: You we're, and Soren.
5: Soren and I are like we see eye to eye, like for literally. We know literally. Soren's got a tight two in him. He's got a tight two, but look at th- it's all fucked. All right. Anyway, well, well I right love if, you. Oh my god. I see you. I see you. I love you, Brian. Stuff. This is a mirror. It's great. Mirror exercises are great for podcasts.
2: They are.
3: They are. Brian. Yeah. Will you marry me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. All you right. guys are like Thanks, to guys.
5: so much. Good night. <laughs>
4: A young world the world is yours it is i oct the producer of the baller alert show podcast featuring none other than myself
0: and the kid ferrari simmons
4: with your favorite ethiopian Sue solo <laughs>
0: Show Podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need.
4: So join the talk of the town, because it's going down. It's the Baller Alert Show Podcast, baby. Don't
0: Don't don't you ever feel
4: We not only cover the latest in entertainment, but we're bringing you the entertainment directly from the source.
0: That's right. We have celebrity guest hosts, exclusive interviews,
4: and it all goes down on the Baller Alert Show Podcast. We are your number one source for the culture. So like DJ Khaled says, don't ever play a Join the conversation today. Head on over to
0: the Baller Alert Show and join me, Ferrari Simmons.
4: Join me, Sue Solo. And it's all produced by me, OCT, on the Baller Alert Show podcast. Available on iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And we're back. Oh my God. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I love Arden. I'm doing, I'm clapping, but also if you can't hear the clapping, just imagine emoji claps in your (laughs) mind. Uh, love Arden, love Brian. I Brian's another person where I'm like, I feel like we our brains work the same way. Yeah, yeah. And I kinda yeah. wanna be better friends with him. But I, know. I don't know him very well.
0: He's very, very cool and hip.
1: Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm like, him. I don't think he would be my friend.
0: No, but he's warm. You know, he's cool, he's hip, yes. he's accessible. Yeah. And that is a wonderful combination.
1: Um But we we want to describe a little more. So the reason why we're Doing this in order is because as the show went on, it got crazier and crazier.
0: It got later and later and loopier and loopier. The
1: the second set was, I would say the we won't name them. They were wild and out though.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's the whitest you've ever sounded. Um, they were wilding out.
1: Uh, I believe the phrase is "oh wild and
0: out," uh, <laughs> but according to Urban Dictionary, it's <laughs> yes. Out. Um, this set was a little crazy. We couldn't really. It's not really suitable for air. Uh, you ain't missing nothing though. So don't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a little loopy. Yeah, we just it, want to
1: we, we want to explain it because I think it sets up the tone and the vibe as the rest of the show goes there on. There is
0: an energy shift. We, along with the audience, become one. Again, it's about the journey we all went on that night. That we I,
1: trauma bonded, we, all of us. We really together. Yeah,
0: we got it together. We went on that journey. And so, you know, but what was great was that our final act, who you're about to hear, they brought it home. They brought us back together. They lifted us up. would well, you say?
1: They're professionals.
0: They know what they're doing. Our This next set is from John Ross Bowie and Jamie Dembo. They are improvisers, actors, and a married couple okay so they got that long lasting love all right you know john from speechless on abc jamie has been on orange is the new black and she is half of the hilarious comedy duo Rana and beverly with jessica chaffin so you guys open your hearts and loosen your butts
1: loosen them all the way up roll it
0: good evening san francisco
6: Oh, thank you, I appreciate that, that's nice. Yeah, that's that's good, if, if you could yell out my credits, there's like 95 of them, they're on IMDB, that would be lovely, I'd appreciate that, thank you. Jamie?
4: Comedy is for... <laughs>
6: Motherfucker, I told you, do not go into a character on stage. <laughs> <laughs> couple things, couple things. There was a dead mouse in the green room, and I'm not, listen, it's fine, it's fine, I'm not trying to fuck with anyone's health rating or anything there was a dead mouse in the middle of the green room and, and everybody, everyone on the bill, Jack and Zach were on stage so they didn't see it, but there was a dead mouse in the green room and everyone on the bill sounded like Richard Simmons. Everyone was just like ah! And so we're all kind of dealing with our own sort of PTSD and the fucking stop it, stop it. Stop what you're doing right now.
4: When my come from before I come here, <laughs> Mouse was meal. So, it's not scary. he be-
6: I will leave you out to dry. I will leave you out to fucking dry.
4: John's just jealous because I'm really good at accents.
6: It's true. It's true. It's um, true. That is
4: not my gift. I'm not going to lie. We have not prepared. Um, we um, are improvisers, which is super fun. We rhyme. Um, sometimes. No, but we did, um, we met... Uh, the phone dropped. It's fine. hurry <sighs> on. With the phone. Here are all the things I hate about John.
6: Yeah. That's good. Let's do this. That's a good idea. Let's, He's yeah.
4: addicted to his phone. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. I don't like his chewing at all. Um, My and chewing he, is very, very loud. The swallowing, a close My wife second. thinks the
6: Huffington Post is news.
4: Plus, he gets mad when I say Plus. <laughs> um, no, we um we um we are uh, married, so we're in an, adv- an advanced stage of Andy and Naomi, I guess. So this is what we're it looks engaged. like. We're engaged. Did you know Naomi that? Turns Andy and white. Naomi turns white. You're engaged. How nice is that? Um, um, and we've been married for a number of years.
6: She cannot remember. <laughs> she cannot remember, and I'm gonna let her hang out to dry a little bit more on this one too. If we
4: we are coming up on an anniversary. We are. And we, and I'm not a math person, but I know that I haven't fucked anyone else in a long time. That I fucking remember. So, marriage is great. Uh, It's been a little
6: wowsies for me, too. (laughs) Um, Here is the thing that drives both of us fucking, here's the thing, all right, so that's a couple things that we hate about each other. Here's what we hate about you. Um, When people say, oh, my God, you're both comedians. You guys must laugh
4: all the time.
6: What? (laughs) Have you never seen any, any documentary about somebody who works in comedy?
4: (laughs) It's dark and unhappy and blamey. A lot of
6: blame. A lot of blamey.
4: A lot of blamey shit. I feel bad. Fuck you, A a lot of blamey shit.
6: Here's the thing. Everything that makes you a good improviser, an eye for detail, a keen memory, an ear for nuance, makes you an ugly fighter. An (laughs) ugly, (laughs) ugly marriage fighter. Give my wife something to say. Give my wife anything to say that you might say to your spouse. I I love you. Great.
4: Say that to me. I love you, but... What the fuck is that? What
6: was the but? What was the butt? Why was there after but? So you a butt? Why could not you put like a pause between your you and, and the What the fuck and all this is the things reason. that you were taught as a reason. child that My you been really able, able to, to fix. In My mom never really liked you. My mom never really liked you. 20 plus years of therapy. My mom never you really worked liked you. You in
4: therapy for years on your brain and it's the same.
6: <laughs> so no, not all the time do we laugh.
4: <laughs> but we do laugh really hard at terrible things together. Um, well just tonight, uh, something terrible and traumatic happened to us. Oh my god. In the elevator. Oh my god.
6: What happened tonight was listen, trigger warning, San Francisco. This is not a pleasant story we're about to tell you. Okay. Here's how this went down.
4: We got this is this is at the club quarters, a fine hotel. Maybe <laughs> maybe the fanciest of any accommodations that any comedians have gotten for the festival. But anyway. Um, we uh we get we go to the elevator and we press the button and we um do we, we get, get it we wait for, wait for the elevator. right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Press the button. You know how this sort of thing works, right? No elevator. use an elevator. For the elevator. Ding!
6: It opens up, and we, we go, go in,
4: and we're talking and we're conversation, a- conversation, conversation. conversation. What are we do? I'm
6: we you didn't have microphones <laughs> in, the in the elevator. We didn't have microphones, but we
4: were talking conversation, conversation, conversation.
6: Just as the door's about to close, somebody
4: else comes in. So this is this is John now. Guy comes in. So conversation, oh, somebody, okay. Hi. Mm -hmm.
6: It was the most heinous violation of the social contract. I have ever seen in my life. I grew up in the New York City of Ed Koch. Before I was 12, a stranger had masturbated in front of me and I have never felt more violated than I did tonight when that motherfucker walked straight into an elevator and didn't turn around.
4: It was fucked up. Who the fuck does that? It was Why? Why? What is it? And I thought, okay, maybe it's cultural. And I was like, nah, fucker's American. Like, there's just no way. Like, hey, I know we're he like, knows. Yeah, like, we're like, like,
6: okay, is he maybe Swedish? You're like, nah, too short, short to be Scandinavian. No not fucking that. No, way. it's not that. So
4: that was fucked up. So that happened. So we've shared trauma. Um, yeah. It's, like, really hard right now. We When we got... Like, federal workers are, you know... No, we realize I things are bad in Yemen and everything, but this horrible.
6: guy got on the elevator and faced us. It was weird. It was
4: weird. I really didn't know what to do, so that sucked. Um, we, um, So, no, shit is not funny all the time. We definitely hate each other as much as everybody else hates each other. Um, but, 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 um, if you are able to laugh, married, my engaged friends, Andy and Naomi, you will be able to laugh even in the pit of darkness. The uh,
6: darkness that you've brought on yourself. We went to Amsterdam one time.
4: Oh, that was. Okay. We went to Amsterdam. All right, we're telling that story.
6: And we did Amsterdam the way you're supposed to yeah. do Amsterdam before
4: kids, or maybe be, now that might be. I might have been pregnant, so that might be why. No, no. no. That might explain. No, anyways, we, were, we did. One research. of our kids is a real shithead, so.
6: There is no correlation. This is long before we had children. So we go. We He's go still to, We go to Amsterdam in. Two Not all th- your
4: kids are going to be awesome. Columbine had a mom. You know what I mean? (laughs) Too soon? I read her book. Too soon. I read her book. I read her book. That poor woman.
6: It was rough. Columbine had a mom. I love... (laughs) Great. Fantastic. We go to Amsterdam... We, we, we buy too many mushrooms, as one does, and we are flying back to the United States, and we've got all these mushrooms that we obviously cannot take on the plane. So what's the smart thing to do? Give them to someone, you're right, yes.
4: What's the dumb thing to do? Eat
6: them, all, them all before you go to the airport.
4: <laughs> that was fun. Here's what happened. We ate them all before we went to the airport, and then we got on the train thing that takes you to the airport, I think, and we got to the airport and then we got hungry. Well, first we checked in and that was weird because we were both like we'll get through security. You look sweaty. You look sweaty. And we were like Ugh, terrorism. Um, but we got there and they let we us through. Ma- it was before September 11th, <laughs> so they were like
6: No, we're it done. wasn't. No, it was not. No, it no. was not. Her dates are
4: fucking I told you I'm terrible at math. Fifteen so
6: years we've been married is the answer, by the way. But so Ew. we, um,
4: so we, it's which is weird because I was so young that it must I must still be thirty. So we
6: managed to somehow sweat our way through security <laughs> in two thousand and three at Schiphol Airport. Airport in skewple. Amsterdam. And suddenly we need all the food. We are we're just starving. fucking ravenous. have eaten before. What's it and taste the like? the only thing that we can find that makes sense to us, because again, <laughs> we're really fucking high, and we need something familiar. And high with
4: like googly eyes. It's that high. It's like I'm high, but I don't understand anything how it works.
6: And the walls are breathing with yeah. the essence of all and of we, your energy. And it then was we found like
4: a beacon. Like a beacon was sparrows. sparrows. Great! Sparrows. I know Which, what that is. Uh, do you have a
6: sparrow in San Francisco? Do you know what sparrow yeah, is? Of it's really shitty Italian food. But it, we know insane. we're
4: safe. It's like it's it's calzone. It's I know what it is. Calzone's a, tea, a you know, you know.
6: We get all the food. We get some baked ziti. We get a couple Pepsis. We, <laughs> we get pile up.
4: on a tray, and then we get to the line, because it's a tray where you have to walk up with the line. You know, you scoot it along the cafeteria. We're scooting the along bars, over here. The bars, there's those bars. And we were walking there, and I'm like, do you, do you have any money?
6: I don't know if we have money. What do you know if we have money? I'm looking in my wallet, and I can't tell what is a receipt and what is currency <laughs> and what is leather.
4: So I get out my wallet, same fucking routine. Nothing. am like, it's makes a fan, it's sense. a fan. I didn't buy a fan, did oh, I buy a fan? Is this, this is a book
6: now, and there's writing nothing. in it. And I see so nothing. We so we can that, figure out our coins. No,
4: we, I don't remember figuring out our coins. i mean like, we that's got a candy. Pepsi. We, we, got, got a we can only have a muff for a drink.
6: We got. Yeah. So, so like, we clunk, leave the clunk.
4: pile of steaming cheese. And run with our Pepsi. We just throw coins and go,
6: bye bye. Sorry, sorry. And we're somewhere over the Atlantic we when pass the drugs out on the plane finally and wake go up. away. Yep. And we're like, we have like 200 euros each.
4: All the money. All the we have money. So much money.
6: We're the reason Europe's in debt because we fucking <laughs> we had, cleaned them didn't out. Did we spend
4: any money? We changed money. We could have never... paid for everybody on the line behind us. Yeah.
6: My point is that marriage is a journey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And we wish Andy and Naomi the absolute best in their. Wait a minute! Uh, wait a minute!
4: Wait a minute! Do you want to tell about the other time that we did mushrooms?
6: How are we on time? Two minutes. We're gonna make this super quick. Okay.
4: Are you enjoying? Are you enjoying it?
6: You're gonna love this story. So we need know. a place. The first time we do mushrooms together, <laughs> we've just moved to LA. We need a place that's safe that we can walk to in Hollywood. And it's Los Hollywood. Angeles. And, no and, it's Los Angeles and it's 2002, and there's no place to walk to that's nearby us. But you're probably way ahead of me here. This was the year Hollywood High did Fiddler on the Roof for their spring musical. Wait, right?
4: Wait, wait, stop for one second. Have you ever seen Fiddler on the Roof? No, of course you fucking haven't. It's wonderful. <laughs> and I, you know what? Do yourself a fucking favor. Take an edible, sit the fuck down, and watch Norman Jewison's 1971. <laughs> His literal fucking name is Norman Jewison. <laughs> Not making it up. Fiddler on the Roof, starring Topol. One fucking name like Cher or Madonna, <laughs> except he's a gentleman. An Israeli gentleman who goes by Topol. Like the toothpaste toothpaste, but not. He's not toothpaste. Watch that shit. You're welcome. Okay, continue, continue, continue. continue. The continue. movie's
6: fine, but if you continue. can see a really multi ethnic cast of teenagers do fiddler on the roof Terribly while you're untalented. tripping your fucking balls off that's really the way to experience the musical as, as the creators intended. And by the creators, I mean the creators. <laughs> and it was the most spiritual moment of my life, and- By um, the way,
4: we are strangers in a high school. We're like, the only people like... who
6: don't know people on stage. <laughs> we're surrounded by parents. We are once again sweating profusely. The walls, again, breathing. Crying. The music tastes amazing.
4: Crying. There's a sunrise, program at the end of Act One. Spoiler. Sunset. Sunrise.
6: sunset. We are weeping, weeping just at the the nonstop just love and, and joy of, of theater and Judaism that is raiding off the stage. And, and And guys, Shabbat Shalom. Thank you so much. I'm John Ross
1: Bowie. That's Jamie Daniel. Daniel.
0: Andy, I hope when we're married we have that. We have what uh, Jamie and John have.
1: Uh, Acid trips. <laughs> Do you know what I like about them, though? And I, I, it, it actually, it does make it, it's like an inspiration a little bit. She, uh, um, Jamie, is very free on stage. She's a weirdo. I, think, I think like me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I,
1: I want, I want to achieve that weirdness that on freedom, stage. That freedom, that freedom, on freedom stage. that that ability to be myself yet still relatable to the audience.
0: Well, you'll get there. You'll get there. Keep at it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have spent so much time doing sketch and improv and should have been more myself on stage.
0: No, it's all part of a journey. Like the journey we just took the listeners on. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this very special sketch fest app. All right, as always, you guys, you know
1: <laughs>
0: White Winslow's <laughs> at it again. Oh, you guys, I hope you love this episode. As- I really hope
1: that that catches on as a nickname. <laughs>
0: be trying to finish a sentence and he got to just jump in on his own stuff and it's like you see what i'm trying to do and you got to jump in with some very not necessary joints
1: i'm trying to be free thanks jamie we got some plugs <laughs> <laughs> i'm about
0: to wring his neck because i'm trying to say something you guys as always you know where to find us at CouplesTherapyPod.com. That's where you can get tickets for our next show, which will be April 6th. And so far, we have got the hosts of the Bechtel cast, Caitlin Durante and Jamie Loftus. It's going to be a real fun one at the Virgil in Los Angeles. You can also find us on Insta at CouplesTherapyPod, on Twitter at Naomi and Andy. Individually, I'm at Blacktress, and he is at Andy Beckerman. We have also started a Patreon, dear friends. The link is also up on CouplesTherapyPod.com. And for less than the price of mozzarella sticks, you can get two bonus episodes every month. Just me and Andy in your ear holes. Just me and Andy getting right.
1: Sounds weirdly seductive.
0: Well, I'm trying to play both sides. <laughs> and, Andy, let them know about our call in line. If you guys need some advice, you can drop us a little line.
1: Yeah, ask us questions, and uh, if you leave a voicemail at 323-524-7839, you can, find, you can either hit rewind to get that or find it on Twitter. It should be in the bio there. Uh, you can leave a voicemail, and we'll answer your question on a future episode.
0: Yes, you guys, as always, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. See you next week. Bye.
2: Hi, I'm Tom Colicchio. I'm a chef, a restaurateur, food advocate, and the host of the new podcast called Citizen Chef on iHeartRadio. People might turn on the news and see the stories about the pandemic, immigration policy, or healthcare. I stories about food. On this podcast, we'll tour the current political climate, looking for inroads to food wherever we can find them, from the supply chain. And we hear that Tyson might be closing another plant Monday in Tennessee. For to labor.
3: Tomates in Mexico, en
0: donde todavía hay explotación.
6: It's an executive order on immigration. We want Americans to have the jobs. We want Americans to have the health care. We want to take care of our citizens first. And
5: disaster relief. Our systems cannot handle true disaster, this pandemic. That is the reality.
2: These are the stories of our food. Episode one of Citizen Chef is available now. Subscribe and listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Katie Couric. I'm Bozema St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist, if I do say so myself. And I'm a hot-to-trot trailblazing marketing executive.
5: <laughs> and we're very confident. <laughs> we
0: wanted to combine Bose's business and branding expertise with Katie's natural curiosity to create a podcast responding to this moment in time. Welcome to Back to Biz. With Katie and Bose, Each week, we'll interview innovators, creatives, and CEOs.
5: To find out how our pandemic present will forever change the business
6: of tech and media. Travel and leisure. Education and sports. Fashion and pop
1: culture.
5: Because in many ways, this has been a really dark time. But it's also a time for reassessing, recalibrating, and finding the light.
1: We're doing
0: 10 episodes, and you can catch them every Thursday.
5: So listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose
0: On the iHeartRadio app,
5: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows.